welcome back to Your Brain on Positive. All the love and support you need is residing inside of you. And we're going to make it easier to turn it on. We live in a day and an age where succeeding is shameful. We live in a day and an age where being happy is suspicious and suspect. We live in a day and an age where daring to stand up in positive energy is inviting people to take pot shots at you so that they have a reason to stay down. They are looking for reasons to stay down because the contrast between your upness and their version of reality is painful to them. Good. Good, good. Why? What does that mean? See, here's where most people are living. Most people are living their lives in a place that is just comfortable enough that they're not hungry and just uncomfortable enough that they're not happy. So just good enough that they're not hungry and just not good enough that they're not happy. We call that your comfort zone. What happens when you provide contrast, when you celebrate, when you share, when you invite them to share what they are celebrating? That is key. Projectors, listen up. When you invite them to share what they are celebrating, first you are inviting them to celebrate with you, and then you are inviting them to share what they are celebrating so you can celebrate with them. This is your magic formula. Generators. This works for you as well. Manifesting generators works for you as well. And you have an extra step. I want you to go searching on social media for people who are celebrating something and then celebrate them. Dare to say, you are just the most awesome person in the world because you are standing up for what is so good and what is so beautiful and what is so right and what everybody's birthright is, which is happiness. And I just so love the fact that you are willing to be visible with it. Keep going. Good job. That's the generator's job and the manifesting generator's job. In addition, because you can use the other strategy, I want you celebrating as publicly as possible. Give people something to respond to. And when somebody says, ding, how dare you when the world is in such a mess? I want you to double down on your kindness. I want you to double down on your kindness. And I want you to say, appreciate, thank you for sharing that what I am experiencing is very different than what you're experiencing. That's appreciate and acknowledge. Thank you for sharing that what I'm experiencing is different than what you're experiencing. Is there one thing that a little thing that might change that would move you in the direction of feeling like you had something to celebrate? That's your ask. Very gentle, very kind. You're not asking them to leave. That's my job. Remember, I'm looking for the people who could leave. You guys, as generators, as projectors, as manifesting generators, you're not looking for the leapers. You can leap, but they're not, leapers are not going to be your ideal clients. 
You want the people who you can invite, who you can respond to, to have just one step towards joy. Come one step closer. Let me share with you one of my secrets that is giving me the ability to celebrate my life. Come one step closer and join me in a free masterclass so that I can share with you three keys to the things that I am doing that are leading me to having a life that I feel in celebration more and more every day. Come one step closer and dare to invest in yourself. Dare to invest in yourself. You have to believe that it's safe to leave your comfort zone. And if you're willing to believe that I'm going to hold a space where it's safe for you to experience yourself as happy, as successful, if you are willing to dare to believe that I'm going to hold your hand and walk with you and keep you safe, then I have a workshop that you can attend, that you can buy. It's an investment in your happiness and success, not in mine. Because trust me, you might have noticed I don't need anything from you in order for me to feel happy and successful. So from this place of not needing you, I am here for you. And it is safe. Because if I needed you, it might not feel safe. And I know that to be true because I've had people who were training me and at the same time they were needing me. I didn't understand that meant that they were suffering from a scarcity mindset and that it could show up as victimhood. And what does a victim do when they get cornered or afraid? They attack. And I didn't understand that when I was being attacked by the people who I had paid to help me, they were showing me their gap between what they were saying and what they were believing for themselves. So I decided I, to be in control of my own beliefs. And once I decided to be in control of what's happening behind my eyes and between my ears, I got happier. And the minute I got happier, I got willing to smile more. And the minute I started smiling more, people started wanting to come up and talk to me. And the minute that people started coming up to talk to me, I got to hear their stories. And the minute that I was listening to their stories, they started asking me for mine. And once they understood how far I've come from being unhappy, from being scared, from being needy, that I needed somebody to buy my course, that I needed somebody to hire me, that I needed somebody to give me a job, that I needed somebody to like me, that I needed somebody to approve of me, that I needed, 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 needed. How far have I come? How far have you come? The minute you share that story, once they give you a reason to respond with it, once they invite you to tell it, then your message will get heard. Until then, practice this journey. Ask yourself, what's one thing I can think about? What's one thing I can do? What's one attitude adjustment? What's one beautiful object I can look at? What's one beautiful song I can listen to? What's one person I can think of? What's one person I can reach out to? What's one millimeter happier than I am? 
And you don't have to be unhappy to take this step, to ask this question. This is my message to the world. Optimism is your birthright. When are you going to claim it? You guys get all my messages. You get all my preaching. The rest of the world doesn't get my preaching so much, and that is going to change. And you're going to see a lot more rants coming out. I'm starting a whole new series about how to win the game of life, how to master the game of entrepreneurship. And the first game that I'm going to help people master is, I forget, but the second game is shoots and ladders. What was the first game? Whack-a-mole. How do you master the entrepreneurial game of whack-a-mole? Most of you have been in three-day events with me. You have seen me with my whack-a-mole story. Somewhere in this office is my whack-a-mole wand. Ah, I see it. It's on the shelf in the closet. And I would talk about whack-a-mole because when you have limiting belief systems, being an entrepreneur is like playing whack-a-mole. Master the marketing, messaging, mindset, money, advertising, social media. It was, you know, I'd whack this one and that one would pop up. Oh, my God. And then there was the mother of all moles. Overwhelm. And the more moles I whacked, the more overwhelmed I got. But what is the true entrepreneurial game of whack-a-mole? The true entrepreneurial game of whack-a-mole is, I got this. I got this. I got that. And you know that one I'm going to want some help with. So I'm going to find a subject matter expert. I'm going to find a partner for that one. He can stay up for a little while. Oh, look, I can network. Boom. There we go. I've got my reach outs done. Entrepreneurial whack-a-mole is setting a whole bunch of teeny tiny milestones, teeny tiny tasks, and then completing them. Got that done. Rock that. Now, in my case, I got four games of whack-a-mole going on all at the same time. I've got the game of whack-a-mole for the Conscious Transformational Coaching Community and the Messenger Community, my business, Success Journey Academy. That's one whack-a-mole game. And then I've got the Teen Suicide Prevention Society, where I am committed to have four talks a week, where I have the talk that saves lives with four people a week. That is my commitment, that I have a speaking gig where at least 20 people, if I have to do it one-on-one, that means I'm talking to 20 people. If I can get a group together, I can do one talk, knock that 20 people reach outs done. Then I've got the great discovery. The great discovery is where I got the language that I just used to explain entrepreneurial whack-a-mole with these teeny tiny milestones, little tiny tasks. That's the legacy of taking that class in the great discovery. I now have a much better understanding of project management and actually how to break things down so I can get them done. Overwhelm solved for me. Don't get overwhelmed anymore because I know how to break things down. So that's teaspoons. Then there's the great discovery. That's the great discovery. And it's very useful. Highly recommended. Then there's the last one, which is the Givers University. The Givers University is only available to people in the United States. Niched immediately. What's my entrepreneurial whack-a-mole there? Talking about something that nobody can see. 
talking about nutrient-dense foods that no one can taste yet unless they are at the mentor level where they get some samples. Talking about something that doesn't exist yet in a way that provides the vision of what's coming is the same thing that you do with your messaging all the time. What are you helping them see that does not exist yet? Who they are and what they will accomplish working with you. So my milestones, thank you, Great Discovery. My values, my first value is freedom. Thank you, Great Discovery, for that course to give me that self-awareness. My vision, my son-in-law took the leap with Givers University and has put his hat in the ring to open the first distribution center for nutrient-dense foods right here in Sarasota, Florida. This is the man who complex migraines laid him out four years ago. He couldn't work. He couldn't function. When Stephanie was at my house helping me pack up and ship the first book that we did, he was at home with a knife on his wrist. And I'm looking at him today where he has a vision, not just of having the distribution center, but of building the first Givers University, being a franchisee with them, having a place where all of his nephews can have jobs that they need a soft place to land. He wants to create emotional, physical, financial stability for the family that he married into. He rediscovered his belief in himself because I've been willing to play entrepreneurial whack-a-mole. And I didn't give up looking at opportunities until I found one, or actually it found me, that resonated with him. Don't give up, guys. Find what resonates with you. Find the language that resonates with your clients. Your message to them is, I hear you with what you're saying. I see who you're becoming. That is the goal of every single one of you is to get the message across to people that you hear them where they are and you will meet them with their words. And what you see is who they will become and what they will accomplish. And your mission is to help them get there sooner easier, faster. Your mission is to hold a place for them where it's safe to dare to be great, where it's safe to change. In a world that says you're down and you're going to stay down because if you move, I might have to. Anybody ever said you make me uncomfortable when you talk to me that way or talk about yourself that way? I want you to make that your goal that you show up with so much positivity and so much positive energy and such a great attitude that other people are uncomfortable. And if you become willing to do that, you will never lack for clients. They are waiting for somebody to come and nudge them off of their same old, same old, been there, done that boring, mundane existence. They're waiting for somebody to come in and help them 
not just manage their mindset, but master it. They are waiting for someone who is going to come and dare them to break free from a culture of naysayers. They're waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Thank you, Grandpa the Preacher. Okay. That's what happens when you get really clear that who you are is good enough. What I have to offer is good enough. That's where the attitude comes from. There are people who say good enough is in the way of great, and it isn't. Good enough is the foundation of greatness. The minute you decide that who you are and what you do is good enough, you've got a foundation you can build on. The problem is most people are so busy trying to build a marketing system and a funnel on a foundation that has holes in it. If it's even there at all. So I want your message to be grounded in your greatness. That means you've got to get grounded in your good enoughness. Because greatness is the icing on the cake. You ever tried to frost a cake that you haven't baked? It is messy. That's what most people are trying to do. Most people are trying to frost a cake they haven't baked. They're trying to build funnels and marketing and trying to build their persona of greatness when they haven't given themselves permission yet to be good enough. That's where you are. You all have decided that you were good enough. How do I know you all decided to invest in yourselves? You came into this class with me and I'm a lot to take. As a matter of fact, I am so much to take that my son-in-law, same son-in-law, Terry, came over to my house today to ask me not to show up at the networking event that he is joining next week to wait until he's got a little more tenure there and they know, like, and trust him before I show up because he said to his wife, my daughter, Stephanie, you know, your mom's a little like the Kool-Aid man. Just kind of busts through the doors. Here I am. This is great. Have some. He was a little afraid that I might turn people off. For a man who probably said fewer than 20 words to me the first year that he knew me, let me tell you what good enough looks like, guys. Good enough looks like the foundations of greatness. And it takes, how, you ever notice how once somebody lays a foundation for a new building, that building is like magic? You know, boom, there's a building. That's what it's going to be like for all of your clients. This ain't about you. This is about those that you will help. This ain't about you. You guys already have a foundation. You're already building your skyscraper of greatness. This is about you being willing to share that piece of that journey with the people who are trying to build greatness without a foundation of goodness. It hurts my heart that there are so many. It hurts my pride that I was one of them for a really long, expensive time. 
makes me really proud that I've invested as much in my entrepreneurial education as most people have invested in their doctorate degrees. So I have decided that I have a doctorate degree in entrepreneurial exploration. So that's what I am. I am a doctor of EE. I am an E squared. I am a doctor of entrepreneurial exploration. What does that make me an absolute expert? Oh, now I'm E cubed. I am an expert in entrepreneurial exploration. What does that make me? Able to spot takers able to spot charlatans. I have developed the greatest gift that you can have into modern age. I have developed the gift of discernment. I am not prejudiced. I prejudge no one. I love everyone. And I observe. And if their behaviors are out of alignment with their words, they don't get close to me anymore. And they don't get anywhere near my bank account or my credit card, or my wallet. If there is a disconnect, this is discernment. If there is a disconnect between what they say and what actions they take, they don't get near my wallet. And I got called out for that misalignment in behavior by someone who had hired me and fired me the next day. I'd never had anybody say when I quoted him the price to work with me, he said, don't you got to believe my butt just puckered on that. I'd never heard anybody say that about money before. And he gave me his credit card and the next day he took it back. Why? Because I had said I would email him a document that night and I didn't get it done. And based on that action, he decided that he couldn't trust me and he wasn't going to work with me. And I could not keep his money. It was an expensive lesson in integrity for me. Now I tell people up front, you'll probably have to remind me. If in the middle of a conversation I tell you I'm going to do something, be prepared to remind me. Because I move that fast. Why I have to have team. The only reason I can get done what I get done, as messy as I get it done, is because I have people around me who will catch the stuff. You don't have to move fast. You just have to move. And the only thing you have to move is your attitude, the message you tell yourself. Thank you for turning on and turning up your positivity. We know that positivity is easier to maintain in a community, so we have one. Join our community on Facebook, Your Brain on Positive. If you've had an aha from the show, please head over to the community and share it. We love to celebrate wins. <laughs>